Hello and welcome back to the Spider Sports Podcast. I'm Daniel. I'm Vincent. So we're going to talk about, uh, we're at mid-season of the NBA, so who do you think is the MVP so far of the season? J.R. Smith. <laughs> yeah, probably the MVP because he's decided not to play this year. So. Um, Actually, I think... I think Jokic is the MVP this year. Okay, why do you think Jokic? Because he's the most valuable player. Okay, I'm going to go. So, there's a lot of candidates. I'll, I will rank them in the order I think it is. Uh, if we're going top five, I'm going to go number one, LeBron James. Number two, Joel Embiid. Number three, Dane Lillard. Number four, James Harden, and number five, Jokic. Here's why James Harden is so low on the list to start off with. I'm tired of all the he should be awarded MVP because he's averaged a triple-double in the last 10 games. Um, He should not be in the MVP conversation because of what took place in Houston. He Let's not forget, he played a good 15 games for Houston and stunk it up. Uh, that's part of the season, although it seems like it was last year. That is this season. Um, so that should be in the body of work. Um, so that should count, and that should count against him. Um, if we're going with Joel Embiid, he's put up great numbers, but he's missing a lot of games due to injuries or knick-knack injuries. Um, Jokic is performing well, but the Nuggets, I don't think, are seated high enough to put him in the MVP conversation. Right now they're six. Um, so I think the NBC is a little bit higher. That's why Steph Curry is not in my top five. Um, I've got LeBron James. Uh, the reason is uh, Lakers are number three in the Western Conference. Uh, LeBron's doing all this without Anthony Davis, who's uh, missed the last month and probably going to miss two or three more weeks. Um, LeBron's continuing in year 18. He's averaging 20, 26, 8, and 8. That's insane. Also, LeBron's doing this. 36 years old, year 18, without missing any games. He's missed two, I think. So he's not load managing. He, I mean, he's had a sore ankle for the last few weeks, and he's continuing to play. He's continuing putting up big numbers and doing this without AD. So I think this should definitely be uh, applauded. And I don't. I think the disrespect needs to stop. I think LeBron has proven year out and year out he's the best player in the league. He had to get second place every single MVP conversation. So I think you've got to award it to LeBron James. Okay, interesting. I was surprised that you had James Harden on your list, but um, <clears throat> I'm going to talk about the other ones. So uh, Joel Embiid, I, I agree. Would you say that this is probably his best year so far? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I was very critical of Joel Embiid. Uh, when we started this podcast in the NBA playoffs last year, and I think Joel Embiid, I told you, he's earned my respect, and that's why I have Philly in the NBA Finals because of Joel Embiid. Okay. And, yeah, I would agree with you. Like, the fact that he's missed a lot of games kind of takes away from um, his, his shot at being the MVP. Um, so I don't think that the seed necessarily matters in the MVP conversation because – the MVP is the most valuable player, and I think that means that the player that has the most impact on their team's performance 
So you mentioned that you didn't. I, first of all, I like your picks <clears throat> um, for your top five. I think the, I would agree with those, and I think they're solid. Um, so what about Curry? Don't you think that he's done a lot for the Warriors? If I had to add a six and a seven, it'd be Curry at six and Chris Paul at seven. Okay. Um, I just the Warrior. The, I, I agree. Seeding doesn't have everything to do with it, but the Warriors are right now a nine seed. So I think you need to be at least in the top four to five range to be able to be considered. Because if you're MVP, you're the most valuable player. You gotta be. It's gotta be resulting in wins. Warriors are under five hundred right now, um, so I'm gonna have to put Curry at number six right there. Okay. So, say there's one player on your team. It's a one v or it's it's. There's one player on your team that scores all the points, gets all the rebounds, and all the assists. He scores fifty points a game. You're gonna lose every game. Is he not the MVP? If if, if, you're, if you're not winning, I mean. If it's clear cut like that, I'll give it to you. But there's no clear cut with the stats. You know what I mean? No, I don't. If it's clear cut, like if you told me, hey, Steph Curry's averaging 50 points, yeah, he's got the MVP. But there's no clear cut. Like this guy's stats is way above everyone else. There's no clear cut dominant player right now. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying that. So I don't have LeBron James in a <laughs> runaway. I have LeBron James in the slimmest of margins. Okay. Like – a couple percentages higher than Joella B. It is very close. Like LeBron James, let's just say, has a rough week, then he moves down in the list to number two potentially. You know? It's that close with the MVP race. Okay. Uh, so who do you have right now in the NBA Finals? That's a good question. Clippers Nets. Oh, really? You're yes. taking Clippers. No, I'm joking. Okay, I was gonna say you're about to <laughs> scare me for a second. Um, in the West, I know you're biased, but I do like the Lakers in the West right now. I think they're doing a good job. Yeah, um, I do like the Lakers in the West. I don't think it's as clear cut as it was. I think the biggest threats to the to the Lakers are going to be the Suns and the uh, Clippers. Uh, if the Clippers make it that far, that's the question. Um, Jazz, I don't view them as that big threat, even though the one seed. I think it's going to start to mellow out. In the East, I've got it's basically if you got on the number one tier, it's A and B with the Sixers and the Nets. And then you have the Bucks right below. And then you have a third tier with the Celtics and with the Heat. Because um, we also haven't talked about that. Jimmy Butler's on the tear. And the Heat's won 11 out of 12. And they're jumped up to a four seed. Yeah, they weren't doing so hot at the beginning. No, of the and, and now they got Trevor Ariza, who is a great veteran veteran with that young team. Uh, it's a great, great pickup off the bench. I've got Philly beating Brooklyn in the um, conference finals in seven games. Uh, the reason is we're all freaking out because the Nets have won 11 out of 12. Don't get me wrong. That's impressive. Um, do you remember what I said when the trade first happened? 
What did you say? There's one ball, and there's three superstars. Those three superstars have only played seven games together. They have not – all this win streak has happened because there's been it's, – it's either been Harden and Kyrie or just Harden. Yeah, we've seen Harden carry a team in the regular season. We saw Harden carry the Rockets in the regular season and choke in the playoffs. I know the Nets are going to win in the regular season. I know that. I want to see what happens when they're all three out there. Um, we're, I, they're kind of reminding me of the Clippers last year. Uh, they're not getting reps together. And then I, I think it's going to be hard for them to perform in, in, in the playoffs. Um, I don't see Blake, Gri- Blake Griffin's going to be a little bit of an impact, but not he's not the Blake Griffin of, like, jumping over cars. He's the Blake Griffin that spots up and shoots three, comes off the bench. Um it's, a lot of it's also going to determine do the who do the Lakers pick up? Like, will the Lakers pick up Drummond off the because he's on the buyout market? If Drummond goes to the Nets, okay, I'll put the Nets in the finals. I don't think he will because we've been talking about it for last week. I don't know how the Nets keep having money. Like, I don't know how they ever run out of money yet. Um, the reality is, though, I like the Philadelphia 76ers. This is a team that's been has been a tight unit the whole. The whole time with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons just trying to crack through. Now you've added Dwight Howard, who's a great veteran player off the bench. We we've given we yeah we got Seth Curry. We've given Danny Green Green a lot of shade, but he's at least going to be a veteran leader in the playoffs that can kind of keep his guys united. Maybe not score buckets, but he can at least keep the guys together. And and you got Doc Rivers, who is a Hall of Fame coach. He's a great coach. And I, I got him leading the rookie coach, Steve Nash, over the Nets going into the finals to face off against the L.A. Lakers. Okay. Yeah, um, we know that Harden is a, usually a regular season performer, but in the playoffs, when it comes down to the, you know, the, the close uh, final games, he starts to choke. But um, the Nets do have – the greatest player on the planet, Kevin Durant. And they also have Kyrie, who uh, saved LeBron's legacy. So I think those are two clutch players right there. Kyrie's clutch, but do, will they take another sabbatical this season? <laughs> Nobody knows. And also, in all seriousness, I'm a little concerned that Kevin Durant has not been on the floor in a month. I know they're being cautious, but it's the Cavs. I know he's coming off an Achilles tear. I just don't know. Will he be healthy in the playoffs? I hope he. Uh, I hope he does. I mean, the NBA is better with Kevin Durant in it. You don't wish injury on anybody. Uh, but the reality is, I there's one ball, and James Harden and Kyrie Irving are two ball dominant players. I know James Harden's leading the league in assists right now. I, I just I still don't see how this is going to work. I know they beat the <laughs> Lakers in the regular season, but I don't. I don't really care. LeBron's not going to push himself in the regular season. It's just not going to happen. Um, so I've still got the Philadelphia 76ers. If I had to give a percentage out of 100%, I've got Philly 51%, Nets 49%. I mean, it's that close. I won't be. I won't sit here and be shocked if the Nets go to the finals. Yeah. I think one of the big questions is who's going to take the final shot. There, there's no answer to that. I was, yeah, I was just saying. I, I like. I don't know. I don't know if they know because they, they haven't played together. They haven't played seven. They played seven games together. I don't know if they know uh, who's going to take take the final shot. But uh, that's a good question, and let's see what the rookie coach has to say about that. But um, 
Anything else? Nope. All right. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, we definitely have some more NBA content that will be dropping um, in the near future. So continue to follow, subscribe, and thank you for tuning in. Maybe some March Madness stuff too. Absolutely. We'll do a March Madness special that will drop tomorrow night. Okay. So tomorrow night, the March Madness special will drop. So thanks for tuning in. That's the Spider Sports Podcast. Thanks for listening.